Welcome to Women in Venture Capital. I'm Roshvina, a student at Harvard Business School with prior experience in finance and more recently venture capital in Africa. And I am Anvita, Harvard Business School class of 22. I've actively worked in VC and tech startup space. Our mission at Women in Venture Capital is simple: increase the representation of women in the VC industry through awareness and engagement. So join us as we engage with women establishing their presence in VC. Our guest today is Zainab Raji. Zainab is a second year student at Howard Business School as well as Howard Kennedy School pursuing her joint MBA MPA degree. She has 5 plus years of consulting experience across Africa, the Middle East and the US and has served clients in the financial services, telecom, public and social sectors. At HBS, she transitioned to the world of investing and interned with Vista Equity Partners. Welcome to the show, Zainab. We believe that your experience is closest to somebody who is trying to enter into the space of investing, maybe from consulting background or even otherwise. But we are very curious to hear about how that shaped for you. And hence, welcome to the show. Excited to have you on. Thanks for having me, Anvisa. Super. So we'd love to kick off with uh, your. current journey that you're going through you're pursuing an mba and an mpa degree from um hbs and hks uh would love to hear from uh from there in terms of what inspired you to pursue both uh the degrees as a joint degree and to what end have these degrees served you yeah uh happy to chat about that the first first one i'll say the starting point for me was just being a mckinsey where I got a lot of exposure to both public sector and like uh private sector work particularly in in finance um so I was working for like ministries of finance at, on the public sector project and on the private side it was like banks the different stages and also across different countries and I really got to see like how both sides were like critical like understanding both sides were critical from that work and um i i was really keen to like come have a program that let me build my intellectual foundations in like development and economics which i've been passionate about for a while but also like get like the broad exposure and networks and like general management training um which the mba provides and so i the when i saw the mpa id which is the masters in public administration but focused on international development as well as the mba degree i i thought it was a perfect fit and it's been it's been a really great experience so far that's really awesome to hear and uh, actually helpful to know the way you thought about it and the kind of exposures you got um you then shifted gears into doing uh, investing and you began that as an audit intern and a risk advisor um uh, curious to hear what led you to this regulatory path and How do you think this laid a foundation for your career in investing? Yeah, so as I was an accounting major in undergrad and so naturally I think that led me down the path of like audits and like advisory work. Um and the reason I chose to do the accounting major in the first place was at the time thinking was it's a language of business I really just wanted to have like a strong underpinning. I supplemented it with like some other undergrad courses in finance and liberal arts but that was like my main major uh i and today in terms of how it's useful as as an investor you really have to be able to understand what's happening with the company retrospectively 
and which would which can inform like how you make your projections and also really help you be attuned with the risk. Um, and I really found it helpful to have this accounting background because I can pick up statements, know what's going on, know where it went to look through like notes. Um, I also like understand like certain assumptions and disclosure so that if I need to like make non-gap assumptions, which is a way of essentially just using like the, you know, measurements that are not necessarily in the generally accepted principles of accounting. I know why I'm doing that. And so I think it's really helped with just that intellectual base um, for, for working and investing. That makes a ton of sense. And uh, I think the one thing you touched upon, which was fair, was how that led foundation on uh, thinking through investing decisions where a big part of what you decide, especially in later stages of investing, is looking through financial statements uh, and drawing inferences and understanding the accounting principles, et cetera. So um, yeah, just helpful to hear how that you've kind of leveraged that and how that as a skill kind of comes in handy. So great to know. Um, you were at McKinsey, like you mentioned earlier as well. And at McKinsey, your work was very influential in assisting and uplifting countries in Africa. Would you then consider yourself as an impact investor or what kind of long-term goals uh, do you want to enact eventually? I mean, ideally I would love to be an impact investor and be considered one, but to be honest, I find that impact investing has so many, it's so you know broadly defined these days and there are so many like ways people interpret it. The best one is the one, um, one of, my HBS professors, Michael Chu proposes, which is more about intentionality. And so, you know, impact is not just like a side, shouldn't just be like a side effect that you get as a result of investing, but it should actually be actively plugged, plugged into like your value creation plan and how, how you know, your, your investment criteria. And so by, by, by that frame, I do think the work I'm like, you know, pursuing in, um, uh, especially in some emerging markets like like India and Co would be considered impact, and I'm really hoping down the line to have an even bigger role in like bringing private capital to like much needed uh, areas of impact. Yeah, I think that that makes a ton of sense, and I like the analogy you gave that let that just be a part of your business as usual. Um, um, yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, you then transitioned from McKinsey uh, here at HBS, you transitioned to do private equity over the summer um, last year. So curious to hear how has your experience been there and what kind of investing objectives do you bear in mind? Um, and while you answer that, would also love to understand your thought process on moving into the world of investing and doing private equity. Um, how did you know that you wanted to um, get into investing in the first place and then think about what stage of investing do you want to do and was it going to be in the US or you wanted to do it for Africa so would love to understand how all of that crystallized for you um, and then over the summer how was the experience in terms of uh, what sectors for instance were you most interested in or what did you uh, learn and take away from the time there yeah that, and that's a really great question I to, to start with, you know, the, the base question, which is why investing in the first place, I really think for me, it was just wanting to have um, some kind of decision making um, 
being more of a decision-making position uh, and so with like capital allocation and like some future value creation. And I found that that was possible in investing. I also was really attracted to how tangible the results could be, um, both not just in terms of like, you know, the typical returns, but like impact for the companies you're investing in as you can compare before and after you, you brought in the capital. Um, and when I was, the, the question to then figure out was, okay, what, what stage um, would I focus on and like what geographies make sense and I did like them thematic areas I should double down on. Um, in terms of stage, I, I was more looking at where did I stand, where did my prior experience, um, where, could, where could I really shine? Um, and also like based on my own like personality preferences and the kind of work I like to do, where am I happiest? And the answer came to me to be like late stage or like that growth to, to late stage because I really do enjoy like the, you know, financial and rigor financial analysis. Um, and I also had my, my prior work doing diligence for like some private companies was useful in like more detailed due diligence processes. So I felt like that was like a natural fit for me. Um, and then the question of like geography, was it, should I immediately like go focus on like a very, um, you know, a very a specific emerging markets or should I try to stay global? My thinking was more like if I started more broadly, um, I'm able to really like gain experience and exposure to like the biggest investments and biggest deals and see why those deals are successful before then going more niche or like specializing. Um, and, and that's what like informed my decisions around like summer internships. Um, and then the, the, the other, the final parameter was really then how, um, is there a thematic area or should I stay generalist? I was in, I, to be honest, I started, I started thinking I was going to be more generalist. And then as I went through the process, I just found that the deals and like um, topics I was leaning towards to, uh, towards and was like very, excited speaking about tended to be in technology and it just made sense to then look for like um uh, look for a place over the summer that was uh very focused on those things and like i could be excited about the work every day um, and that's that's what really led me there and i just you know part of it was also like knowing that tech has such an outsized role in development these days and so it really just tied into like that objective of wanting to be somewhere where I can like make the most impact um, uh, with my time. And then uh, in terms of experience over the summer, I, I, really, I really was fortunate to like get a structured internship uh, program. And, and I, the one at Vista is like fantastic. I, I had like a lot of training um, and like deal exposure, which, which were the two things I really wanted. And I think the part that I just hadn't appreciated as much was just how the people are really are, are a really important part of like the day-to-day -day experience. And I was fortunate that, that that ended positively, or that was a positive note as well during the internship. And um I yeah, I I I really think like trying to like get a PE internship if that's the space you're trying to break into, um, or you know, just getting that experience before like going into a full-time role is really, really helpful and lets you know if that's really what you want to do long-term. Long Love it. And thanks for sharing um, every de detail in terms of how your thought process evolved and 
the kind of decisions you took along the way. Um, super helpful for people who are looking to transition into investing, you know, what right questions to ask and how to really find answers to them. I'm sure this will be helpful. Um, the last one before we end the chat is, you know, curious to hear what have you observed as a woman in the finance industry regarding the experience of women in, in workplace? And um, yeah, would you have any recommendations for the future based on your experiences or what you've heard or seen in the industry? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a really good time as a woman to be joining. Um, in general, there's just been an awakening in terms of the importance of diversity. Um, hope, hope it should have come earlier, but it's nice that it's, you know, a big thing on people's minds and LPs are like demanding these, uh, you know, more transparency and diversity as well. And I, I, I really think that helps in just like, the quality of thought that comes out and like also like deal sourcing and so many other aspects of like you know the the day-to-day the -day experience of enjoying the work um you're doing it as an investor um i i i found that i, I found that you know being well, that's one of the advantages i found of being at hbs as well where you have a lot of other like women and people going through the same thing and you're able to ask people slightly a few years out and ahead of you to just understand what their experiences have been. Um, you also have people who are actively going through the same things you're going through, have the same questions. And I just feel like cultivating like, you know, spaces with, you know, women who are like of similar interests is a really, really um, powerful way to avoid like, you know, uh, you know, painful cost of discovery or just, you know, finding things out too late. One thing though that I found um, I, I'm really trying to keep in mind is the importance of like having like male allies as well, because it's um, at the end of the day, like a lot of like investing roles are still dominated by, or firms are still dominated by men. And I think a lot of men are, you know, well-intentioned and well-meaning. And so it's, it's definitely a goal of mine to not just focus on like you know building my networks within like women groups only but also like ensuring i have like enough male allies and like i'm bringing those male allies into my um, women network as well that that makes a ton of sense and um yeah i mean i can't agree more about having the male allies and potentially soon in the future get to a point where we don't need to specifically have this chat uh, that is it different to be a woman and then what needs to be done um, but you're I think you're absolutely right we're moving in the right direction and uh, that I think is enough of a good sign to to go by um, but thank you so much Zainab this was a really helpful conversation uh, before we let you go and end the show would love to um, know from you who is that one woman mentor slash advisor who you truly look up to and admire yeah so one one woman that you know really came i came by recently and i found really inspiring is um Cherise clark source um she's she she launched her own venture like um fund recently and it's focused on music and entertainment and it's um backed by uh, apollo with over one billion in um funding so far and I, I, I just really like that, you know, she's struck out on her own to like, you know, really focus on a niche that I don't think has 
been paid as much attention to in the past. I love that she's a woman of color, um, also an HBS alum, and she's someone I've just been like following since I I, I saw the news of her um, launch of her launch um, last year. And I there are probably other amazing women like you know our professors, even our professors in at HBS were, who were previously investing are like a source of inspiration. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an honor to like have these kinds of people to, to watch and learn from. Awesome, that is, that is really sweet. Um, thank you so much, Zainab. This was really a fun conversation. Thanks, Anvita.